And we're on. Welcome to the Nazobi South Texas Golf Podcast, episode 63. Now, this is going to be a rerun a little bit right here from my boy, Jeremiah Sierra. He's considered the godfather of Four Bros 2.0. That's right, baby. We'll get into that a little bit later. But he's a good buddy of mine. He's become one of my best friends. And uh, I, I'm so thankful for the relationship that we've made. And, it, and it's all because of this damn game, the game of golf. Now, he's going to talk to us a little bit about one of the groups and one of the leagues that he's really started with, Four Bros 2.0. And also, I'm going to have Jaime Martinez on. He's going to be talking about his league, Vatos Locos, because really, that's what we're all looking for. We're all looking for a place to be, looking for a home, especially out there on the golf course in this great city of San Antonio. The game of golf is really grown. So right here, let me bring my boy, Maya, Jeremiah Sierra. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, man? How's it going, baby? Uh, just good, you know, just put the kids to bed, watched uh, Encanto for the hundredth time. <laughs> don't don't talk about Bruno. You know? That's what we've been fucking hearing. <laughs> and you know, I think the reason why I'm really laughing so hard is because I live that life too, bro. And, <laughs> and I catch myself, you know, and I'm like, don't talk about, talk about Bruno. Yeah. I, I hate that. <laughs> You know what? And now it's an even song. Like, like I'm listening to XFM, like on the way to school with my kids, and I'm hearing it on the damn, the damn, you know, XFM. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. All right, man, let's get right into it, bro. So we have Four Bros 2.0. You are the 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 dog father. You are the godfather of this, and you have a game going on all the time. But we can't show this to Erica. We can't let her know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. Don't don't show that to my wife. She thinks I'm working on the time. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you're you're a good provider, bro. <laughs> got to be just so i can play all right so why don't you tell everybody out there all our listeners and viewers just a little bit about how the group came to be well it was like <clears throat> several of us uh including you chris jones charlie gary um cj hinkle uh, arnold garcia david warner there's a bunch of us that are still on the Four Bros 2.0, um, it was just a bunch of us that got together on the weekends, and you know we had a a group chat on the text message. But you know how those things go; it just gets crazy. And we all just decided to um, make a Facebook page so we can communicate, so we don't have to listen to all the text messages coming along. And <clears throat> it all started from there. So. I started calling courses, you know, we started at GCT and then we went to our station and started getting guys that we know, or even guys from other leagues that we play with. Uh, like my uh, original league BMW, there's a lot of guys that I've met since I was, you know, 26 years old. Now I'm 45. So built a lot of good relationships throughout the years playing golf and then uh, started going, you know, with four bros and getting courses and showing up and having a great time so that's pretty much how it started but it's not just like how we built it is a committee so it's just not my group we consider it everybody's group and uh the committee consists of you andy torres chris jones charlie gary cj hinkle and uh, saul whenever we can find them when he's not <laughs> hiding from us well, so Will's off the grid, though. He's off the social media grid. He said it's because he's got, like, uh, there's potentially, like, hundreds of kids out there that could be his. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> well, uh, it, the reason why, you know, I'm doing this league series right now because it's just golf is hot right now, especially in San Antonio. And I think the catchphrase that you've really coined lately for putting four bros out there is, uh, you don't have a home, we got a home for you. Oh, Yeah. I like meeting guys that playing by themselves or something like, hey, man, come come play with us, you know? Hey, you know, we have a home for you. You don't have to uh, play by yourself because I feel bad for those guys. You know, it's on a prime Saturday or Sunday. You see them with a single or, you know, there ain't nothing against playing with your with your wife by all means, you know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to play with my wife. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, you know, we like to – just anybody. We have all skill levels in Four Bros. We have, you know, guys that teach the game like Mike Ray and 
or two Kevin, handicaps. Kev, Kev, Kevin Kinsey. Kevin, Kevin Kinsey, you know. Uh, we got a very arranged guys, uh, you know, like Sergio. He's a two. Jeff Keeker, you know. Some of these guys, Chris Jones, he's a four. And then we got guys, you know, I'm not going to say their names or anything like that. I'll, say their, I'll say their names. <laughs> Jacob Munoz, I'll say it. Ugh. I'll say it. Oscar, <laughs> battle-tested Duran, I'll say it. I'll say those yeah. guys' names. <laughs> but we built a good format that gives everybody a chance to win, you know, because there's always six winners with gross and net. And everybody has a good time and has a chance to win and go out there and everybody's built some good relationships every time they go out there and they, we must be doing something right if they want to come back again and again. Well, I want to tell you, it's, it, I think we've built something good and luckily enough, it's, it's worked out well. It has worked out well. And I've made some of my best friends and, and lasting friendships through the game of golf. Oh, definitely. And it's, it's great, man. It's great. I think, I think we, we do have some good formats. And why don't you talk about some of the formats that, we're able to offer as four bros and something that we've added. I know other people, other, other leagues do use golf genius and that is a, a tremendous app, but oh, we yeah. have our own app that we use. And I think it, it kind of cuts that process a little bit because at the end of every round, everyone's always waiting to see the payouts and they want to oh. hear their name. They want to hear their name being called. Yeah. Yeah. So what we use is called game book. And that was introduced to us by uh, CJ Hinkle. He used to run a league up in Arizona. And he got this game book started with us. And that's been like a game changer because you can see like, all right, if I'm out of this tournament, maybe I can go out for skins and you can kind of look like, you know, where you're at the leaderboard or did you get a skin or have you not? Or if you're close to there, some guys choke, some guys thrive on it if they know they're in first place or got two strokes, you know, left or in it. Uh, some guys want to know what they're at, but it's kind of like, the closest thing you can get to a PGA live scoring where you can see where everybody's at from first to last place. And uh, it has net skins on there. But our format is that we have, we give out first, second, third for gross and net and, uh, and second for gross and net as well. And third. So there's always six winners. Not one guy can win one, um, gross and then one net or anything like that so you always have six winners and then net and gross and uh closest to the pins are pretty good i hate uh, closest to the pins no <laughs> don't okay let, right, i'm gonna stop you right there uh, all right so we have all these damn payouts we're playing at a top-notch course we're, we're playing at uh, i'm i'm taking over right this is my podcast uh, but i'm taking over the yeah, damn show. yeah yeah we're at Tapatio, beautiful Tapatio Springs. You know, that's that's like your second home right over there because whenever <laughs> you get in trouble with Erica, hey, babe, yeah. I, I, got us a, I got us a room. Stay and play at, at Tapatio. Yeah, yeah, Tapatio. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the place right there. That's my <laughs> second home. And so so we're out there playing, right? And I, ha I hate CTPs, closest to the pins, for those of y'all that, that don't know, proximity. And mm. because it's a higher-end course, you know, we're paying more to get out there. And... I think the payout, the buy-in was only like 10, 15 bucks, right? <laughs> and I win three of the four freaking closest yeah. to the pin and ran. It's like I had an out-of-body experience. I played crappy the rest of the time, but I won three out of the four freaking closest to the pins. They only you, you, paid it, out, they only paid out like I think five bucks each. Yeah, usually they're 25 to Yeah, 20 I know. I know. Each. Only when um, only when it's only when it's it's Chewy, your brother, or Dayday, your nephew, yeah. or Charlie, or Chris, or CJ. That's the only time those, but when I win it all, when I win uh, three, when I go three for four, it's five damn bucks. Yeah, yeah. But you did win the ugly sweater contest. So damn, that's you true. know, that's that's something different we offer as well. We try to make just kind of crazy invitational like we had that ugly sweater shootout i think landa i just made the check out the hot chicks tubing <laughs> shootout but, that, but, that's at landa. True, though. But, that, but that's true though that's what everyone's always thinking oh yeah yeah you know when you come back from landa you're looking at all the girls walking or tubing right there at Dixon <laughs> park i know i'm not the only one no, you are. You are the only one. Dude. Remember, <laughs> our, our wives do, our wives do some look at this sometimes. You okay, know? no, no, I don't look at anybody, man. <laughs> All right, man. So as so as we as we get it as we get into this group here, we've done some good things. We have some good payouts, and I think it all kind of stemmed from one of the outings we had at our home course, which is Alice Station Golf. Oh um, yeah. And uh, 
I think one guy, and he and he should be watching, he should be listening, Sergio, he took all the damn money. He, oh, yeah, he did. He won, like, the net. He won the gross. He won everything. I I paid out. He paid, you know, he, he. I think I had several bets with him. I had bets with you. You were yelling inside. You were yelling inside. You were getting mad at your son, Jake. And, <laughs> and it was just, it was crazy. There was a lot of craziness. And I think from that day forth, it's just, we kind of looked at the bigger scale. Oh, yeah, yeah. All our payouts, it's fair. Um, like I said, not one guy can win it all. It goes, you know, we pay out to whoever's got great pay play that day. You know, I don't take, or any of us, we like to see somebody that we've seen, you know, that haven't done great and have a good round. It's nothing like personal or anything like, oh, man, forget this guy's sandbagging or anything like that that nature it's like you know we're happy to see somebody do good and uh you know some of these guys that are 18 handicaps and they went a close to the pin for 25 bucks that's the best 25 bucks you know they ever got and uh but just seeing the look on everybody's face when they win like a third place net or anything like that like oh shit okay i'm doing good you know at, at, at that brings out the best out of everybody and even the guys that are just uh, not doing very well, you know, we'll reach out to them or I'll reach out to them like, hey, man, let's go play this week. You know, let's let's try to work on your game or have you not because I probably retired three times this year because I sucked it up and I'm like, I'm done with this damn game. <laughs> well, you're infamous. You're infamous. You're infamous for a couple things. You got you got some catchphrases out there and also you're known for for going to a, a certain spot, hitting up a certain spot when the round's not so good. So why don't you tell everybody just a, a little story or a little backstory about <laughs> about your the place you like to frequent after uh, you have a tough round. Oh, if I have a tough round. So this is where it's all started. So me and Andy go to uh, Flynell, and Flynell's like this hidden gym, two-man tournament, three flights, has a Calcutta the next day. You know, we were doing good the first day. It's a two-day tournament, and we were in second place. We're like, okay, we can win this. One off the uh, lead. You know, we're one shot off the lead. One shot the lead. You know, we're, you know, drinking that night. The range was looking good. I thought I was ready. Like, my game was prime, ready to go. I My game left me. I didn't even – my eyes were watery. My brother's trying to give me lessons right after the damn round. I'm like, that, that's a picture I need to post. Put up. Yeah, I mean, he, he had his hands. He had his hands around you. He had his. I'm gonna find that. Uh, you, you tell the story. I'm gonna find. I was like, I'm done. Fuck this game. And going out of Bandera, there's a Dairy Queen, and I'm like, you know what, Andy? I, I fuck this. I need a a dip cone or something. So I go in there and say, like, give me a large dip cone. I need something to make me feel better and. To this day, if anybody has a shit round, we always say, you know, did you get a dip cone or anything? Because I was just pissed, man, and I was eating that dip cone. That made me feel a little bit better. <laughs> that You know what? That It did. You were happy, man. You were, you were a happy man. I just Because you know what? It, you have a game all the time, and that's one thing. And I think everybody's always looking to play. And, and I think that's that, – in the game of golf, I'm sure you know, as, as you've been in and been playing in these different leagues, and we don't mind playing with with randos or whoever, right? No, no, um, not at all. And the thing is, is that I think it's just about, it's kind of comfort because some people, you know, they're, they're, they they want that comfort. They got that same foursome or they got the same twosome they're constantly, constantly playing with, and they just want to venture out. And I think that's one thing that the group has really provided for a lot of guys. You know, you want to scratch that itch. You want to bet, you know, you want to bet a little, you know, $2 Nassau. You want to bet five, 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 you know, bet five on the front, five on the back, five. Total. Oh, yeah. And I think, uh, I, you know, it, a lot of guys have gotten a lot more than maybe what we expected. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, like we have a variety. Like, if you don't want to bet, you don't have to bet. You know, your guys that you can bet, like, I've lost over $200 in one outing and, you know, and, uh, We'll drink a beer after it's, but that's the, that's the thing. They can take your money, but that drives you to go back and practice. And you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take money back from that guy or whoever not. But, uh, but if you, you know, you can go with groups that we have and like, all right, you know, I just want a nice friendly game or 
just play out there because some guys don't like to bet, which that's fine. Uh, but me, I'm I'm a giver, I guess. I like to give my money away. But, you know, sometimes I get that money back. Sometimes. <laughs> well, why don't you talk about some of the different formats? Uh, you've talked about the payouts. Why don't you talk about the different types of formats or the usual format we always play? Because I think – uh, the way we do things, it gives a lot of guys, uh, you know, it gives the A players a chance to, when they shoot well that they'll be rewarded. It gives the B players a chance. As oh, well. yeah. Uh, you know, like coming up, we have a outing that's connected with uh, Vato's Locals that's going to be a two-man scramble. Uh, but majority of our league is, you know, straight up stroke play because, I don't know, a lot of the guys that I've play where they play a lot. Scramble's fun and stuff, but we like to, you know, you like to play your own ball. But every now and once in a while, we'll do a scramble here and there. But I think more is ours just based off stroke play because, you know, we can control what we can do. Um, then And plus the pops you get. So if you get somebody with 18 pops, they get a pop on every hole, you know, versus a scramble. Um but yeah, like with Vatos Locos and then going forward, you know, we might throw a, a two-man scramble here or there. But I think majority of the guys like playing their own ball out because I know I do. I, I like just, you know, if I fuck up, it's my fault, not, you know, not anybody else's or anything like that. And I, and I do think a lot of people like that. I know, and especially using that game book app, we see the live leaderboard, just like in Golf Genius and mm – -hmm. I think it, it gives you your pops, you know, and so it, it really makes it easy. And it seems like, you know, you, somebody that are that are always at the end, hey, help me, help me, please, <laughs> please help me. You got those big sausage fingers and you're trying, oh, to, count, yeah, yeah. You're trying to count money. You're trying to. You the the, the, the app does everything for you. It's just knowing who's all there. So if I know Charlie, you, somebody's there, most likely I'm going to be a little uh, sauced up at the end. <laughs> But if I know it's me, <laughs> uh, you know, it's the separating like seven, eight hundred dollars at the end. You know, that's that's the hard part to do the payouts. But uh, a lot of the guys step up and they help out and stuff. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, a lot of this wouldn't happen without you, Charlie and Chris and Saul and like, you know, Sergio, Marcus, you know, a lot of the guys step up and help. We, we all help each other out. And I think that's one thing that's been that's been the thriving point. We're, we're nothing like an ACGT tour series. Uh, the oh, job no, that no. Travis does is nothing like what Kerry does. And but you know, seeing how they do things, it kind of it makes you want to do it at least a little bit bigger and better. Oh yeah, and, definitely. And why don't you tell everybody? Like, uh, tell everybody the the big uh, you know the big uh, weekend we have coming up in April. Oh, yeah. So what we got is a big uh, April outing. It's called the Fiesta Bash. And Andy came up with that name, actually. Well, it's, uh, after, it's after Fiesta. It's after Fiesta. So, it's not really Fiesta because Jake, the Fiesta King, you know, El Rey Feo himself, Jake Munoz, he's like, um, just letting you know, it's, it's after Fiesta. <laughs> and so I, I know, guy, you're the Fiesta King. I know that. But yeah, yeah. So we have a two day. Uh, we actually just got a contract with Alamo Golf Trail. Uh, Andy did that for us. Well, so that was huge for us to get out there in those leagues because we were traveling all over the area of uh, San Antonio. But now that we can go locally, that's a big plus. But our first bash is the first days at Brackenridge. It's uh, two separate days, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday is at Brackenridge. Um, same, it's a $100 buy-in, but 50-50 for each day. Uh, second day is at Almost Basin. And uh, if you get them both days, then you can be the overall four bros champion for the Fiesta Bash. So which I, I think that's going to be pretty fun. Uh, and then, um, you know, we're going to take gin. I think we're voting on that to take established gin because some guys, I mean, that's coming up pretty quick, which to get three outings. And so it's if that's verified, that I get a lot more people in. But almost is uh it's a hit. I, I think they did a great job with almost. That's one of my favorite courses to play right now. And you know, Brack is Brack. Brack has that thing about Brack that you enjoy every time you play there. 
so got, just to got... start off that Fiesta Bash, that's that's a awesome way to start that two day. I, I think so. I, I, you're you're spot on with almost, and you're spot on with Breck. I think Andrew Peterson, the CEO of of the Alamo City Golf Trail, he's done. I mean, it it's amazing, right? It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. And now that the greens are slowly, they're slowly trying. Everyone, oh, the greens are too hard. The greens are too hard. You can't put anything in. But you know what? It didn't matter to me. You know what? I'm a short hitter, so I like I need that extra roll. I need. Oh the, yeah, I, I need those greens to be hard. And I think he's done a great job in how, especially I think it's really the back nine more than anything that it has that different layout. Oh yeah, the, those undulations of the greens and how there's no sh- flat putts and. It's amazing. It's amazing what they've done out there. It looks freaking sharp. And then Brack, it's just uh, you hear it, it's the majestic, the majestic field, the charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the old clubhouse, the Texas Golf Hall of Fame, and it's just the it's you know the spirit of golf. If you don't feel the spirit of golf there when you play Brack, you know, there's something you don't get. There's something wrong with you. You oh, don't no. have those feels. Exactly. Yeah. But um, a big shout out to what we considered, and we've all talked about this, that brings us back to the courses is customer service. And to me, our station golf course is our home course because it's uh, their customer service is unreal there. Like, you know, they treat us like family. You know, when you check in to the restaurant, when you do, when you're a little, uh, you know, drunk and you want to do a hot nine, they you know, let you go out there and act a fool. Hopefully not too much of a fool where <laughs> CJ, CJ's hanging off of a tree. I you covered know. that. I covered that when I had the director of golf operations, Ben Chambers, on. I did. I made sure. And and he was he took it pretty good. I, I, I'll tell you that. He really he really took it pretty good. <laughs> I thought he was going to get mad or lose our numbers and not invite us out anymore. Yeah. But, but Ben, Mrs. Reed, they, oh. they man, they're. They are. They're top notch. It's top notch. If I uh, if I have anything to say about anyone, they they treat you. They treat you so good. You want to come back every time. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's our biggest thing as a group is, you know, you want to be treated, you know, fair at least. And uh, you know, some of these other courses, you know, just kind of lose the the feel of that sometimes. But you know, but overall, just being with your buddies and you know, doing the outing that makes up for some of the customer service out there. All right, let's go ahead and post. Let's let's post up some of these uh, posts, some of these comments. Well, it, it says this Facebook user, but that's Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts, the co-host of Texas Golf Insider. Uh, he said, what about him? What about him, Dave? You did not start this, Dave, but we're w- waiting for you to come on out. Maya, like, oh, like Dave, oh, yeah. Dave, Dave chimes in a Dave. lot, but he don't, he, don't, he hasn't come out yet. Yeah, once it's it's probably a double-edged sword. Once you come out, you don't want to leave, man. You know. <laughs> and then I got I got Michael Osman. I got Michael Osman right here. Sounds like my kind of group. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Maya's been divorced like ten times. <laughs> ten <laughs> times, and you know it. He's been like divorced ten times, and because it's the course, it's the course that he loves. It's yeah. Really, no, my my, ther- my, <laughs> my therapist said golf is good for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Sergio right here when we're talking about. Almost, and we're talking about almost and Brack right now. Uh, love that track. So it's got to be one of those two. But yeah. Sergio, Sergio, he's a top gun, dude. He, yeah. hey, this he, guy. He, he don't like mi- he don't like mission. <laughs> um, funny story on Sergio. He's we're riding together. We're playing around, and uh, you know Sergio's working on his game, or and he goes double, 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 and he looks at me like, you know, what do I do? I'm like. <laughs> I'm, I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't. <laughs> but that was the funniest thing ever. He's like looking at me like, I'm like, hey, I don't know. I'm just trying to get an 80, 82 out of here, man. Like, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I remember you said like, I guess some of the guys in the group were like, this guy, this guy's a good, this guy's good. Yeah. Like, that's my buddy Sergio. He's a two handicap. And then they were like, <laughs> After he went double, 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 I said, no, for real, he's a two handicap. <laughs> and they were like, well, he's got nice shoes. And <laughs> but the back nine, he shot a 34. <clears throat> so they were like, yeah, he's a two handicap. Like, you know. Sergio, but, uh, right there. He got the laughing emoji, the crying emoji. He says, I'm crying right now. 
Okay, and yes, like Sergio, like good ass dude, right? Good ass dude. I met him through the podcast. I met him at GCT. Great, great freaking guy, right? Maybe he took it easy on on me the first time we played. We played like nine holes, and I say, you know what? I can keep I can keep up with this guy. I can keep up with this guy. And and now that he's in four bros, like man, this guy's just going to another level, right? So oh, yeah. I think we're I think we're there. We're playing one of the events out there at Owl Station, and I asked Marcus. I said Marcus, where's Sergio? Ah, he's on the range. He's working some shit out. <laughs> after the after the round, I said, "Man, like, what's this guy doing?" He's like, "He's over there. He's over there pounding like two hundred golf balls." Oh yeah, he he loves the game. That's what I like about Sergio. He loves the game. But uh, yeah, this group is we're all got that camaraderie that we love that because we don't be saying out, don't be trying to say those hard I, words, I, bro. Those hard words that got me right there. <laughs> I'm, on my, I'm on my fourth nickel right now. But uh, I like how you know we. Our families, if once you know, it's anybody that we go to Tapatio, our families went out there. We had a blast. We golfed for two days straight, you know, had the wives and kids out there. But anybody that played any kind of sports or in the military or because we have retired military in our group, we got veterans, we got guys that are current Air Force and Army in there. And we've had guys that said, this is what I missed, you know, like that the round and being after the round and just it reminds them a little bit of being in the military or having that sports uh stuff yeah i'm not saying that (laughs) and then i got ali i got ali ali trevino top top notch golfer top notch golfer stud golfer oh yeah Uh, she's stud i played uh we saw her at our station. Yeah, yeah she's stud, a... stud golfer. All right, mm-hmm. uh, Ali. Just in case you're wondering, you, there was somebody who beat y'all on the second day at the tournament there in our station. It's this guy. It's Jeremiah. It, uh, there, I don't know. It's Jeremiah. It's Jeremiah. Jeremiah and Chris Jones were the guys that beat you and your husband. All right. So there was one person. There was one group. There was one twosome. It's my boy right here. LOL. Hot nine. And Ali. Ali's also. She's an assistant. At, she's assistant golf coach at Our Lady of the Lake, and man, I got to play with her in, a, in um, the Our Lady, Our Lady of the Lake uh, athletic uh, charity tournament, athletic fund charity tournament out there at GCT. Dude, freaking stud! Uh, look, there you go. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they they can ball the numbers they came up with. I'm like, holy crap! I was like, we had, me and Chris had to play the best golf of our. You know, we were riding each other like seed biscuit. The whole <laughs> 18 man like you know but uh we played the best golf we could that second day the first day we just left early like we're done but uh we came out firing the second day that's a great tournament as well now i know you've talked a lot of we've talked a lot about the league and some of these good stories but i think there's a lot of good leagues out there because i'm going to play an interview with um jaime jaime martinez who runs the bottles locals league another set of group uh, good guys and what do you think really is is maybe the one thing that kind of makes ours I'm not going to say different but that makes our group a little special I think ours is <clears throat> I think we have some old and new like uh, a lot of the guys that are in the group they're guys that I've known forever and you know they're in their 60s 70s and then we have you know the younger kids, you know, the Jake Ramirez, you know, from the 20s to the, you know, 30s or what have you not. And just having all that mixture and, you know, the young guys learning from the old guys, the old guys learning from the one. And we just mix everybody up and everybody enjoys themselves. And then uh, I think that does it right there. And, you know, and we once we everybody gets to know each other. We, I mean, we all text each other throughout the week, maybe too much. Well, it's really you. It's really <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I text so many people and I enjoy it. And, and like I said, I, I, throughout the week, if anybody wants to play, I'm always looking for people to come out and play stuff like that. But we also promote other groups like, you know, cause me and you play an Alamo golf trail. I just started in Satiga. Uh, you know, my BMW League, Vatos Locos. Golf uh, Fellowship. Golf Fellowship as well. So it's not like, you know, we're out there too, you know, because we, we do twice a month. Those guys that do weekly, oh, they can have that. It's 
it's <laughs> tough running a weekly league. I uh, it's just tough doing it twice a month. And uh, I give them kudos for that because the rest of the week we're trying to take a break just to enjoy ourselves to go to the other leagues and uh, don't have to worry about pairings, money, anything like that. But when we do have our outings, it's very enjoyable though. Now, why don't you why don't you just kind of just uh, tell us just uh, really I guess what's your favorite course around town? I know I know you know Alice Station's our home course, but. I know you've played all over. You've had the privilege of being, you know, thank you for your service, being a veteran. And you've had the privilege of getting on and working on base. And so you, you regularly get on the military courses as well. Which one of these courses around town has been like, I guess you're like, you're just, you're, you're gem, you're one hidden gem, or you're just, you're just your favorite track. Uh, in town, I would say Randolph was, is a hidden gem. Plus, you need, you know, credentials to get on base, so not everybody can go. But my favorite one has to be, it's outside of town, would be, well, in town would be almost Randolph, but outside of town would be Comanche and Valor Creek. Those are my top four. I know you just asked me for one, but I gave you four <laughs> courses. So you're, yeah. not, hold on, you're not getting this straight. You're not understanding. You're not understanding this. <laughs> it's one. Well, it's just one. I would say because I would say right now, uh, almost. That's my favorite right now in town, just because of the layout and the new greens and stuff like that. I, I love it. I do. I do love it, and it's nice. It's nice because I get to go. I get to go during my lunch during my lunch break during my lunch yeah. break to, to go putt over there and uh, just to kind of clear my head. And it's beautiful, man. It's, it's so beautiful. You know, it's beautiful. It's right there by the quarry. It's, uh, you know, you see, you see the quarry it's right, right alongside the freeway. And it's got, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got some, it's got some of the ponds. It's got some beautiful mm-hmm. trees out there. The layout is just spectacular. I mean, they did Andrew Peterson and the Alamo city golf trail. Yeah. They, they have really outdone themselves with that track. And then, uh, like I said, Randolph has the, that's, and you played there before. It, that's a hidden gem. It like, is. It is. I've only played there once. I'm waiting for you to take me back. <laughs> Those have the best greens and fairways. Oh, it's like, legit. Like a it's, muni. It's legit. It's legit. Yeah. yeah it's so legit. And I love how, I guess, what, what hole is it that's right by the, the runway? I think that is. Oh, there's several holes right there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like. 11, 12, no, right? Is it, 11 is and 11? 12. Yeah, yeah that par 5. Yeah, that par 5 where the jets are taking off and stuff. Yeah, if no one's ever been, it's got the runway right there. And they just they were actually doing like a I think a training exercise when we were there, right? They were mm-hmm. flying these, they were flying these crazy, these crazy uh F-16s, or I don't know what they were, but they're all like camoed out. All of them. They were all different type of camoed out. It was it oh, was yeah. amazing, dude. I was in awe. I was in awe. Yeah, and the uh, best part is uh when they do uh taps at the end of the day or you know, bringing the flag down and you just see everybody in the course just stop and you know go towards the flag and salute or, you know, that, that's, ama- that's it's amazing. Dude. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. But, All right, bro. So we're going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to play the interview I had with Hyman. I'd appreciate it if you stay on so we can finish out. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, guys. And continuing with our league and golf outing theme here, I have Hyman Martinez representing the Vatos Locals golf group here in San Antonio. How's it going tonight, Hyman? Hey, how you doing, brother? Good to see you. Hey, man, appreciate you being on and uh, giving us an insight into the VLG group. Why don't you give everybody just a little bit of heads up and a little bit of info about the Vatos Locals group? Uh, well, we're, we're fairly new. Uh, we just started. We've been, uh, uh, we erected about probably about, I'd say, about a little over a year ago. Uh, we welcome anybody, any diversity. Uh, it doesn't matter. He's, uh, the one main goal that we have all in common is uh, – we all love golf. We hang out and we build a camaraderie together, man. So uh, anybody's ever interested, uh, we're more than open to accept anybody. Well, I, I know you have to be pretty diverse to accept uh, somebody like myself and to be included in the text messages and the audience. So uh, you must be pretty accepting. Yeah, no, definitely, bro. <laughs> There's We have waivers, bro. So uh, you, you pass, you got that, we got that one, brother. <laughs> All right. So why don't you tell all our viewers and listeners, uh, what are some of the courses and what is uh, the league or how is the scoring set up for the VLG group? Okay. So we play, we play here in San Antonio. Uh, typically 
we don't play too many municipals. We play more of uh, of uh, the the more expensive courses, I guess, but we're open to municipals as well. But uh, we play in the San Antonio area and the surrounding areas and everything. And uh, uh, the scoring system is based off of uh, the Staberford point system. Uh, so that's what we actually use and everything. That's how we, that's how we started it. Uh, and uh, it's been going pretty well, man. So uh, uh, I think everybody enjoys the format because you can have, you can have a scratch golfer come out there and play, uh, and then you can have somebody that's really never even played a novice, man. And, uh, and it's fair to everybody across the board. Now, for those of, those of you that aren't familiar with Stableford scoring, that is scoring, uh, you, you, you get scored off of bogey and below, right? Like uh, birdie, uh, par, yes, uh, eagle, ace, uh, albatross. You know, you, the, so the better the score, the better the score for that hole, uh, the more points you get, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Absolutely right. Now, I know you have a huge event coming up on January 22nd. Uh, I know you said more expensive courses, but you play some of the really nice gems around town and the, around the surrounding uh, San Antonio area. Uh, you have one at Valor Creek. Now, I know you texted me earlier. How many players do you have for that event at the moment? Well, well, right now I got 50. So I was trying to pull you back in. I had 52, but uh, uh, I ended up losing uh, two or three of them and, and – uh, uh, exhausted my uh, standby list, man. So I was like, well, you know what? Let me go to the waiver waiver wire and see if I can get Andy, man. So uh. well, I'm thinking about it because because I know Saturdays I'm available and that's normally when the four bros play. And so I always try to keep my Saturdays open, especially with mama. You know, you got to you got to clear with the missus first, right? Because if the missus says yes, then everything else kind of falls in place. Absolutely, brother. <laughs> happy wife, happy life, bro. Oh, man, exactly, bro. Now, why don't you tell us uh, some of the stories or some of the the, the best times that you've had out there with the uh, Vatos Locals group? Well, aside from just uh, playing golf, man, because that, that's always just uh, uh, that's always just a blessing to get away from home and, and or get away from work and just go and enjoy yourself. But uh, one of the one of the funniest stories I can I can think of would be really not so much on on the golf course itself. Uh, it was probably it was out on the out in the uh, parking lot. And I, I say the story because it's kind of how we started and everything. Uh, um, I met I was driving up over to the Golf Club of Texas. I had a, I had an outing that morning and uh, and I'm driving up and I see a group of guys is about three or four of them. man, and I'm pulling in, driving by them. And I notice that they're just staring man, and like, you know, and I'm like, are these guys uh, are these guys looking at my ride or what do they want to, are they trying to steal something or, or what? So anyway, I get out of the vehicle, man. And lo and behold, it's, 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 uh, uh, well, one of my buddies, uh, uh, Rick Viegas and, and his guys, man. And, and he comes and he says, Hey man, what's going on? He said, we thought you were somebody else, man. I was like, Oh no. So we get to talking and I say, Hey man, I say, you guys playing, uh, you guys playing golf with the group out here, uh, today. And he's like, what group? And I told him about it. It was another group that I was playing with. And uh, he's like, no, man. He's like, uh, he's like, uh, no, I don't know anything about him. Anyway, lo and behold, I gave him the information, man. We started talking and everything. Uh, and we became really good friends, all of us, man. So uh, that's kind of how the group started, man. They started coming out uh, with this other group. And um, we used to start playing and everything. But I always had my, my original group. And they had their groups. And we started pulling more people in and all of that. And um, we say, you know what? I don't ever get to play golf with you, Rick, or Dave, or uh, Angel, or Alex Quinones, one, any of them guys, man. I said, we hang out afterwards, but I said, we've never played golf together. Uh, so I came up with the idea to say, hey, let's, I'm gonna make a tee time. And we came out, we started with eight, bro, and uh, and we built from there, bro. And and that's how that's how we, uh, that's how we originated. But that's part of my story, because I think it was funny, man, as, as and I'm driving by. They're thinking they're they're looking at my vehicle, and I'm thinking, hey, they're they're trying to steal my car or something. And they thought I was somebody else, man. So, <laughs> all right. Now, off the record, I know there's a, there's a lot of talk off the record with you know in regards to Phil and the Saudi Golf League, right, and the PGA. Like <clears throat> he had he had spoke to Alan Shipwreck on um, he's and he stated that it was off the record, right. Well, mm -hmm. Jaime tells me a different story that he wanted to tell off the record. All right. And maybe you were there. Maybe you were there. Right. So and this is just hey, this is per Jaime's words, not mine. 
Jaime goes, well, this is the story I really wanted to tell you. And he tells me off the damn air. And I said, Jaime, this is the, this is the shit I'm looking for, guy, right? <laughs> okay. So what happened was is that, you know, we're, we're doing the payouts and we're all there. And I, I can't remember the guy's name. You know, he was telling me the name. And I know some of the guys, but I don't know all the guys. So he's gathering everybody up and he goes, hey, man, um, come over here. Hey, everybody gather around, gather around. You know, we, we, got, a, we, got, a special, we got a special award for you. We got a special award for you, right? So he goes back. He goes back. Uh, one of the guys goes back to their bag, comes back, and we got you this special putter, right? We got this special putter for you. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> right. You finished the rest of the story since you were there. Yeah. So it was actually a guy that played in my group, right? In that <laughs> outing or whatever we had, and it was at um, what's it? Uh, Horseshoe Bay. Uh. I think it was called the Lighthouse or something like that. One of the courses down there by um, Marble Falls. And this guy, you know, he was playing good or whatever. You know, he's probably 18, 19 handicap. Uh, real good guy. And he played with me, my other buddy Adrian, and some other guy I just met there that day. And uh, at the end of the round, you know, we're just buying beers or whatever. <laughs> they give this guy, you're like, hey, man, just want to tell you that, you know, you stepped up your game. You had a you know, you you put it real good and this and that. And he was so excited. And then once he pulled off the thing, it was a a, a fucking like you know a, a, a dick putter or whatever, <laughs> cock putter with balls and shit. And he was all like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but his face before that was like, "Oh, really, guys? Y'all shouldn't have." You know, he was so excited. You know, that's you know <laughs> that was so hilarious. That was the best one right there, man. Well, that's what I'm, that's what Hyman tells me, right? And I said, Hyman. This the, the podcast, I mean, not, nothing is OB. Don't but, give me this. Don't give me this story. We met some guys in the parking lot. Like, what did y'all do? Make out or what? Is that is that was that the story or what the hell? Yeah, that reminds me of the one where we had that the Vato locals who were there with uh, Saul. You were there, all of us. Saul, and then I'm looking at the app and I'm like, is this going to Chris Jones? Is this app broken with Saul? Because all it's saying is seven, seven, seven. Seven, six. And then when I saw the six, okay, it's not broken. Well, Saul was having a tough day because he came out. I'm done. Don't ask me. I'm not betting no more. I'm over this. This dude was For the 10th time. Like the 10th time he said that. <laughs> well, everybody got their money, and I told somebody, somebody wants some money. I said, hey, daddy, let me see your envelope. And I got everybody around, and Chris Jones could tell us. And everybody was just silent. I said, hey, I just want to give this award to uh, – Money to Saul. It was an empty envelope, like we're getting last place. <laughs> he was off. You know, that's, we, we we kick him while we're kick him while we're down. You know, but but that you know what? When we stab people, we stab them in the front. Oh yeah, that, you got to stab them in the front, never the back. <laughs> All right, bro. So the big topic, the hot thing right now is Phil Mickelson's comments about the Saudi Golf League and the PGA. Now. Everybody knows what's going on. You know, he he, he stated to kind of give him a, a, an out that it was off the record to win somebody, uh, this guy, Alan Shiprick, who's doing an uh, unauthorized autobiography on Phil, right? And the thing is, is that I have no problem with what Phil said. I have no problem with what the crap he talked about the Saudi Golf League, about the kind of the kind of crooks they are and the kind of, you know, people that, that you're, they're dealing with and then how the PGA is – is you know holding withholding money from them and their media rights. I have no problem with what Phil said. The problem yeah. I have with Phil is that how he backtracks so quick. Because yeah. yes, he did lose a huge sponsor, and his main uh, his main sponsor was a KMG, right? KPMG, yeah, yeah. KMG. And and so, you know what? When he started to lose money, that's when he apologized. And I have no issue with that. But you know what? We're all men. And you know what? You have to live with your convictions and you have to live with the consequences is that, hey, you said what you said. Good for you. But don't backtrack and say you're sorry. You know, like stick to your guns. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I had to read up on it some more because I just saw, you know, the what was on TV or whatever. But I wanted to really look on his comments and those nature. Like you said, hey, uh, to me, it's different. A lot of people are society now is real sensitive and and you know me and you or us growing up and we even rag on each other now and stuff like that but that's just my thing is the society is a little bit more sensitive than it used to be 
and uh, you know, I might say some things that I shouldn't say, but hey, fuck <laughs> it, I don't backtrack it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. I probably called a couple people afterwards. Like, hey, my bad. <laughs> How many times? You've had to do that a lot. You've had to do oh, that. Yeah, a lot. yeah. Yeah, I bought, I bought Jake a pizza after I heard his feelings. <laughs> All yeah. right. So, so what? So, what do you think? I mean, what do you think of that whole? Uh, I, I think Phil's got to live with his convictions. I, I do, and and it seems like he. Everyone's stating that he's committed, uh, like a uh, professional and social media suicide. And I don't think, hey, no, everybody loves a comeback story, right? Everybody, oh, yeah. everybody wants to see. They loved it when Tiger won the 2019 Masters. Everybody just, they just love seeing people come back from the dead. Oh yeah, he has to come back and just win another tournament. They always, they always forget, forgive winners. You know, like there has been so many of that. Tiger, you know, once he came back, everybody hated him when he cheated on his wife and stuff like that. But I did it. Uh, I did it. He was human. Uh, you know, he showed really that yeah. he was human. And I think, oh, that's, yeah. I, think, I think that's the thing. They were talking about that, too, about how Billy Payne, uh, the at the time, I think he was the chairman of Augusta, saying our great champion did this and these actions or whatever. And I'm just like, no, nah, man, like like you want to see a, you want to see someone's vulnerability. You know, you want to see that yeah. that they're that they're human and they screw up and they fuck up just like we do. And I think yeah, just like uh, Justin Thomas recently lost his sponsors for saying some gay slurs and. Like the whiteys on Justin Thomas' ass anymore. You know? Oh, hey, hey, Phil helped everybody out, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, he said what he said. You know, own up to it. <laughs> oh, I need to see who said this. Okay, hey, via via Washington, our boy, a four bro member right here. It's just his <laughs> Facebook user, but it's CJ mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. is my favorite comeback story. Yeah, she is. It is. It's a true uh, a true underdog story. Mm-hmm. A true come from behind story. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, man. So last thing right here, bro. I appreciate your time tonight. Last thing. Who are you playing your final round of golf with? Uh final round of golf. Uh that would be my dad. My dad, that would be on my top of list. Uh some of y'all that know me just know I just lost my dad uh, a couple months ago or whatever. But uh everybody showed me a lot of support on coming for that little memorial tournament I had for him. And uh, so that would be top of my list. Uh, my dad, I think Arnold Palmer, and my brother Chewy and Dede. That'd be good, good there. I don't, my dad never played golf, but just to be on the course with him, you know, to talk to him again, that would be my dream. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome, man. But they, you know, Day Day would whoop everyone's ass, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Day Day's a stud, man. They said, What happened to me? It skips a generation, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Okay, here we go. So, as we were talking about that Alistation or the, the Flying L tournament that we went to, uh, I was able to dig up some of uh, some some of the some of the pictures. Well, you said it was a. You said it was a rough time. It was. A it was a rough time. It was a rough time in your in your in your golf career. Yes, um, it was. This is this is <laughs> this is what did it for you. This is what brought you back to life. Br- brought the me back. Cone, to life. Look at that. That dip cone saved look my look life, man. It looked like somebody took a shit on that cone. <laughs> Remember, she messed up on it, and you're like, "No, no, no, that's perfect. I'll take it's it." Perfect. <laughs> that's that's a shitty dip cone. Man. Look at it. Hey, but but you know what? She gave you more ice cream and more yeah. chocolate. And then uh, this is the one that I had to snap a picture of. And my wife was there. And I said, look at this guy. You played so bad. I'd never seen you play that bad before. And this is this is, <laughs> this is Chewy. This is, this is Chewy over here. He's trying to give you lessons, oh, bro. He's yeah, giving you lessons. It's already over. Shit. <laughs> yeah, forget. Yeah, forget. Yeah, fuck already over. Fuck. <laughs> God, those were some dark times, man. But that dip comb brought me back. <laughs> and so if y'all ever having a, a tough round, just hit up Dairy Queen, man. Tell them to do the <laughs> Jeremiah's dip cone special. All right, Maya. Man, thanks, man. I got right here uh one last thing right here. One last thing. I got those um for those that want to see um for those guys that want to see their schedule right here. Oh yeah. So we have a different kind of lineup. So we have, you know, 
city courses and, uh, you know, those out-of-town courses like Valor, Comanche. I, you know, I kind of run the schedule, so I told you my favorites, so you see them on there. But, uh, yeah, and uh, we try to go through months ahead of time to give people enough notice to come out, um, come out there. So, you know, just look at the schedule and come on out, you know, don't. You know, we welcome everybody. Um, you know, we don't dog anybody that's a 20 handicap and or two handicaps that struggle. You know, we take everybody. Here you go. I think that's one thing that makes our group group really special is that uh, we have people from all walks of life. Uh, you know, we share a lot of common interest and it's just about the golf. It's about the golf. Oh it's yeah, about, just about. It's, it's about the golf. No other little funny business. And no. amongst that, golf has been like the fire starter. It's been the, it's been the spark. And I think it's been everybody else's in the group has brought something. I think everybody. I think a lot of the guys have some great ideas. And I really love that about about Chris, about Charlie, about CJ, and you that everybody's willing to listen. And I think that's what makes, I think everybody brings something to the table. Oh yeah. It's not like, I like it cause it's not one person's group. That's what we, we all decided on. It's, it's everybody's group. You know, even the newest guy that comes on there, this is his group, you know? Well, no, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's not his group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. No, it's but uh, that's why we did that committee. Cause we don't want a dictatorship or anything like that. And we always, you know, have our meetings and vote on things and that stuff, which, uh, and everybody has their jobs. Like Charlie's there to clean up, clean it up. <laughs> clean it up. He's a cleanup crew. Yeah. Charlie's <laughs> the cleanup crew, you know, uh, Chris, Chris is the uncle penny sacks. Yeah. Chris good on that money, <laughs> man. He's the money man. He yeah. Is, he's he good is. on that money. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's in the, in the wrong line of work. He should be like a CPA dude. I mean, yeah, he should. He should he, he'll, you know. make, he'll, he'll make those numbers right. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably give more. Or I'll short somebody. I don't know <laughs> by by accident. Well, thank you, Maya. I appreciate you being on the show, brother, and I look forward to getting back out there on the course with you. I got. Let me just go ahead and put one more comment right here from uh, from our boy Freddie. Good podcast, guys. Can't wait to get oh, back. Yeah, out. He, he got those new J's showing them off to everybody. He's got to uh, use them. Yeah, but they're size six though. That's why he got them so cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, brother. I appreciate you being All right, on the show. bro. All right. All right. Thank Have you. Have a good night. Hope you enjoyed the show. It was pretty fun. We had a blast. Uh, thank you for everybody that commented on here. I got my boy, Jacob Munoz, right here. Uh, he needs to register so his name can register out here. That we were out there in the spiritual world. And he labeled, I like how he labeled uh, Chris, Charlie, Maya, and I the Gimme Crew. I like how he, he labeled us the Gimme Crew. I'm never, I hate Gimmies because I miss con I miss so many putts. It's Maya. It's really Maya that's, he started the game. He started, there's an inner group within Four Bros 2.0 and it's the gimme crew and that's Maya. Maya's the ringleader. He's the ringleader. Thanks for tuning in guys. Please continue to support the show. I truly appreciate it. Also hit up, check out Four Bros 2.0 on Facebook and please check out the podcast. Nothing is OB South Texas Golf Podcast. I'm on, I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on iHeartRadio, iTunes. Remember, in the game of life, nothing is OB.